You don't know me, but when I travel around the world, I make sure I have my American Access card with me. With American Access, I don't have to worry about carrying rolls of currency with me in different countries, which is great when you wear clothes that have no pockets. And getting ripped off for several thousand bucks is worse than excommunication. And American Access is just like me, accepted just about everywhere. And I can do anything from buying Polish sausage to renting a Lamborghini with my car. So the next time you travel to dozens of cities to bless millions of adoring fans, sort of like Madonna, take the American Access card with you. Amen. American Access. Don't leave your centuries-old multi-million dollar palace without it. By the way, one of the things we're going to do today is a pubic service. We are going to allow every group in this community who is going to be demonstrating or marching or protesting tomorrow and Friday to call in and give out whatever information. I mean, yesterday we were so generous, we even gave Bob Kunst's group. Uh, the guy called in not once but twice to give the phone number and all the information. And I'm not all that crazy about, you know, letting them on again, but uh, we'd even let them in one more time. So if there are any groups out there, any uh, feminists or whatever they might be, who are really pissed, who are upset as hell and not going to just sit back and take it on the chin, uh, this is going to be an opportunity, a chance of a lifetime here today for you to use this forum to get the information out. Speaking of uh, Arlene and Mike, by the way, if you turn to page 3E, Linda Thornton, in one of her weaker moments, and I'm going to be seeing her later today, so I'm going to uh, pass along my thoughts on this column. News anchors are serious about adding a light touch is the headline on this column. And Linda goes on to absolutely gush over our 6 o'clock news hour in which each evening you hear Arlene and Mike chortling, puking, laughing, rolling on the floor, using anonymous names, etc. And in general, embarrassing themselves. But uh, here they are. Here's the picture that you've all been waiting for. Arlene Ross and Michael Wolf bring their own style to the 6 o'clock news. And Mike looks very dapper there. He's all dressed up with a white shirt and a tie and the whole business. And, of course, that's the way he comes to work every day, right? Absolutely. That's the way we see him every day. And Arlene, of course, looks like uh, her hair, like she just stuck her finger in an electrical outlet, uh, 220. And uh, really, is just incredible. I just, I just die every day when I listen to Stan's show. It always starts at about 4 o'clock. I guess at that hour of the day is when the guys out there start getting really horny. I mean, really desperate at about 4 o'clock. And you hear one after another, oh, is Arlene there? Can we hear her voice? You know, and all they want to do is hear her voice. It's like phone sex on the radio, basically, is what's going on on that show during the late afternoon. Just one after another after another. And, of course, within a matter of moments, all of a sudden, there's her voice like magic. Absolutely. She flies into that news booth like uh, a fly on the wall. I mean, she shows up on cue like nobody I've ever heard in the business. And uh, you guys out there, I'm telling you, I mean, Arlene never stole a freight train. She's okay in my book, but uh, let's get serious, okay? 1017 at WINZ, let's take our first break because uh, we do have a little business this hour. I know that frightens a lot of people out there, especially uh, up in Pompano Beach, but uh, life must go on. By the way, that the performance by Jika about Michael J. Fox yesterday... He loves Michael J. Fox. Oh, he I think love him. would be an understatement. I think he's obsessed. Obsessed! And when he made that comment about, uh, I only wish that my sex life was like Michael J. Fox's. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear that? That he was scoring more than Dan Marino. Didn't that How does Tom know that? 
Well, see, he's been out there in L.A. Is he monitoring him? No. Well, you hear things when you're in L.A. Oh, I see. Yeah. He probably heard it from many different sources. Yeah, probably heard a lot about Rob Lowe's sex life, too, huh? <laughs> he didn't say anything about that. <laughs> really? That's what we're going to do this hour. We're going to take a poll on Michael J. Fox. What, did you see Back to the Future? Even the desperate, horny women in the audience would not... Did Maybe you? some of the horny guys might See, take a shot with Michael J. Fox. But I don't think so, because there's nothing. He's smooth down there. There's nothing. <laughs> believe me. Trust me. And if Tom's listening, which I know he doesn't listen no. to this show. That's one thing we discovered yesterday, that Tom Jicka doesn't listen to the show anymore. I mean, he said nice things, and he's a good friend and always a great kid. Now he'll accuse me of turning on him, which I'm not doing, Tom, but let's be honest. Well, he's in the office, isn't he? He never even heard Nashville's greatest hits oh, before. Oh, no. He loved it, but he had never heard it before. Now, anybody who listens to the show, even casually, Out of it. like John Williams, <laughs> uh, certainly is familiar with Nashville's greatest hits. So what is that? I want to get into any of, those, uh, any of that hanky-panky, because I'm sure there will be a little bit of that around. Although, uh, have you noticed, all of the altar boys have disappeared. Have you noticed that? I don't want to cause any alarm in town or any parents to get paranoid. But uh, there is a rumor going around that all of the altar boys from the area churches, especially in Dade County, have disappeared and will not be home till Saturday. You think anything will happen between now and then to alter their attitudes? Anyway, that's uh, pretty much going to do it. Oh, we got another minute, don't we? we could, should we take another call? See, I'm not one of those people that panics when we got a minute. You know, I hate to put people on for a minute. But since the call is from Plantation, we'll do it. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Uh, welcome back. Listen, I think you ought to use that special purple pass and do a remote. I'm serious. I think this is for real. Did you get one of these in the newsroom? <laughs> I thought you were asking me. No, no I'm I asking Mike no, Wolf. Uh, I haven't seen anything like this that. This is for real. This is the Emmis, and it's signed by Guido Bocci, manager of the Pope John Paul II World Tour. I thought it was going to be signed by Guido Sarducci. <laughs> but it's for real, I'm telling you. One thing, you didn't yeah. mention the Phillies win the other night. I mean, you mentioned the Mets win last night, but the yeah. night before the Phillies won. Well, the Mets now are only two and a half back, though, and they're doing it. I want the Cardinals to go. Oh, get serious. Come on, and one more thing, because I know you're going to cut me off for the news. Um, if you have $55, you can buy a 30-inch high aluminum Pope-shaped lawn sprinkler called Let Us Spray. Let us spray. I saw that. And the guy made it in Detroit. Yeah, right. And he was spraying all the while I was there. Okay, listen, have a wonderful day and a great life. But uh, Mike Wolf and those headlines will wait for no one, no woman except Arlene Ross. And uh, we have the full CBS News, including all the spots at 1 o'clock, and we'll come back at 106. Okay, let's go to South Miami. Hello. Neil, uh, huh? how about a joke totally unrelated to anything that's been going on? We don't on? do jokes, sir. We don't do jokes. Uh, Miami, hello. Hello? Yeah. With me? Oh, okay. Uh, you know, i got to tell you something. I've listened to your show for a while, and many times, but i got to tell you, I find your attitude and your this whole thing about the probe that you carry on, I, I find it sickening. So what are you listening for? Well, but, but I, so that I can make a comment, if I may, um, every one of the points that you try to uh, discredit the, the Pope and the Catholic religion with, well, they happen to have an answer. Uh, every one of the things, for instance, uh, all this money that's being spent for the for the Pope coming the security and all that, you don't even mention the fact that Miami is going to get all that money many times over in the publicity that's getting all around the world 
How many, how many people is that going to feed? How many starving people is that going to feed? And how many of them is it going to clothe? And how many is it going to get off the street? We're not talking about publicity. We're talking about real religion, which there is none in this whole visit. There's no, there's no compassion. There's no charity. There's no nothing. All it is is a big promotional tour. That's all. No, it's a PR tour. point at a time before you hang up on me, like you usually do when somebody doesn't agree with you. Uh, uh, it's not a religion question at that moment. You, you repeat it over and over and over time that the money is being spent on security, on this and that. Sir, you're, you're not even listening to me. If he weren't coming here, they could have raised the same amount of money and they could have fed some desperate people with it. Who the hell needs him here? Who needs the security? Don't you understand? I mean, you, you see, you are so swept up with the emotional, the propaganda, the, and the brainwashing that's been done on you. you I'm not even a you, with, you, know? you can't see the forest for the trees. Just listening to you, every single thing. That, for instance, take that caller just a little while ago that was talking about this coins that the Vatican is putting out. It so happens the Vatican is not putting out those coins. That, that has nothing to do with the, with the Vatican. That's just a private enterprise that decided to... It doesn't make, make any difference. It's still being peddled as part of the same promotional tour in the church. Everything that's being done here, I haven't heard anybody screaming out against it. I haven't heard the archbishop in this town screaming out against it. I haven't heard any big uh, tumult from the Vatican protesting the commercialization of this whole visit. Well, and if there's anything that's going on that they can get a penny out of, they love it. You could say the same thing with every head of state that visits here, and I don't hear you. you Sir, when heads, of state, when heads of state visit here, we don't disrupt the entire community. We don't lock off streets. We don't force businesses to close down. Well, that goes this, according is, to this, this is unprecedented. Sir, if Gorbachev were coming here tomorrow from one of the two most important countries in the world, if he and President Reagan were coming here tomorrow, they wouldn't be closing off the streets, and they wouldn't be forcing people to shut down business, and they wouldn't close schools in Dade County on Friday, and you know that as well as I do. Yeah, and Miami wouldn't make as much money in the future out of the advertising it's getting from the Pope visit either. Sir, again, you know, if you think that the Pope is supposed to be a commercial commodity, the like, the, the, like the Michael Jackson tour, I don't want to talk to you, sir, because you're just an emotional wreck. Okay, it's impossible to reason with somebody like you. Your voice keeps getting higher, you're more emotional, and now you're going to say, I hung up because you disagree. I hung up because there's no way to reason with you. Where there's no sense, there's no feeling, okay? And you can't reason with a jerk like you. Talking about how much money Miami is going to make. Ooh, look at that. You ask, you receive. He be bad. <laughs> Doesn't he look weird? He looks like a mannequin. Looks like his sister, Jan. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I don't think there's any blood throwing through this, <laughs> flowing through his veins. I'm the serious. Mannequin. It's like, um... Weird. Yeah. Like plastic. Oh. I guess if you have enough plastic city, your whole being becomes plastic. This is the Michael Jackson Bad Album. And, of course, we don't have any turntable in here. So is this our copy now? I took it from Pete Bolt. Yeah, well, I asked Pete. You took it? No, I said I You went asked. in there and you grabbed no, it? No, This guy, I'm I telling didn't. you, look out. When I was on vacation, you opened up every piece of mail. You were here. Every piece of mail. I've been on vacation many times. I've been in the market almost 12 years. I've always gone away. When I came back, my mail was waiting for me unopened. Well, there was no emergency. I wasn't here. What a wonderful excuse to open somebody else's mail. There was. I saved. To be a nosebird. I saved. To be a nosebird. I saved every good letter. A busy birdie. You know. You've heard of a busy body. This is a busy birdie. <laughs> no, there was work to be done. There were Shame on you. Sent out. All right. Let's uh, ask Stan's expert opinion. He generally. Uh, happy birthday, by the way, Stan. 
Happy number 40 or 39. Or 39. Whatever. He's a year younger than Joey Pinto. <laughs> Keep going down every year. Do you know that he told the audience on the air this morning that he was 40? <laughs> Boy, he hasn't seen 40 for a long time. Oh, yeah. He was a uh, child prodigy. He was 13 on WKBW in Buffalo <laughs> in 1960. He's skinny, though. He's skinny? Yeah, he's not fat. <laughs> I heard that he was enormous. Mm. Well, well, I could be wrong. You worked with him. In Philly. Yeah, skinny? Yeah. Gee, he's I like, can't like me. That. Well, you're not exactly. So I guess uh, <laughs> I guess when you worked with him, he was like in his low 30s or mid 30s. Huh? <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> looks like Eva St. Uh, Marie St. Diana Ross did the uh, makeup, obviously. Oh, my obviously. God. Look at that album. Will you please? Yeah. Now, look at that. Space. look like a real person. Let's get an expert opinion from wow. one who knows. Wow. From one who knows a real girl when he sees one. Uh, Is that a live person? Peter. You're just. Uh, I'd ch- I'd now, wait a minute. Aren't you guys playing that? No. I don't even know what it is. I, I take I take a license plate number. Don't you think he ought to let me program his music for, for one month? For one month. No, because I'm telling you, I could put you guys. Just suppose be... you were successful. Do you guys? I don't want anything though. I'm very pleased right over here. And if you believe that, you guys play crowded, crowded house. They do play crowded house. You play doors. <laughs> is the Pope Polish? And CCR, man. They got that CCR just uh, locked into the transmitter. It's incredible. They don't even have to play the compact disc. They just hit a button and it goes right direct into the transmitter. CCR. Hey, you know the... Uh... Rolling, rolling, rolling. Yep. On and on and on. I, I, I played one of their cards the other day. Kyle loved it. Sergeant Pepper. Rolling Hearts Club. Whatever that is. Stereo? Oh, you play the one with the track missing? Yeah. yeah. I love those. <laughs> stereo cards. The Beatles, the Beatles with nothing. Uh, Beatles instrumental is what it turns yeah. out. Some of those old Capitol stereo albums will do that. The Beach Boys albums will do that. When you mm-hmm. uh, try to play them in mono, a track right. will drop out. And all you'll hear is the background vocals and the instrumental. They'll be singing and it is like, funny. Yeah, they'll yeah. be singing you know, like you hear, uh, And it sounds like Brian Wilson has gone on another uh, psychotic episode or something. <laughs> okay, here comes a message from our FM program director. <laughs> Peter Paul... And Mary. <laughs> What's he trying to say to you, then? Is that, that what we are? Remember that cart. Peter, Paul, and Mary. Oh, yeah. I once played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. And, like, it was like you were hearing one channel for a second, and then it would drop out. It was yeah. great. Yeah. Little Kyle dropouts. was on the floor. Like most yeah. of our audience, dropouts. <laughs> I just had to fade out of it and make excuses. It was very nice of them to loan me a couple of Beatles cards, but boy, the minute I hit that thing, I knew we were in trouble. But they're in stereo. I know. Well, some of them have worked in here before. Really? But that one uh, just didn't work at all. Hmm. Neil has left the hot seat. <laughs> what are you doing in the corner? Looking for something. It's your program, Rogers. Here, tell me what you want. I'll look for it. Peter, Paul, and Mary? Now, you know the um, the guys who did the Neil Rogers disease over at Hot 105? Yeah. They have brought you a new... Oh, great. Bit. Jim well, isn't Skyler. it nice to have the FM people in the market doing Mark Mosley and all that stuff? Which why I not? carted most of You're it up, number by the one. Way. Carted no. most of Mosley's stuff up, which was nice of you to leave me the tape, but, uh, you know. Well, you Next know. time, cart it up, will you please? Did you hear the record that he carted up for me? <laughs> What a job. Yeah, uh, what a remind job. me not to play it. He not only <laughs> carted up the cut that I wanted, he carted up part of the next cut, too, and uh, cued it up and uh, uh, took the needle off. It sounded like the Dick Burton show or something. It sounded like Howard Stern. You know, take a little piece out and, and keep that. It's it. a classic. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's almost as good. Now you know why I don't ask the bird to cart things for me. We like those noises. <laughs> we like all those pops. It's too long. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the crepitation theme. Yeah. From Jim Schuyler and Marilyn LeBlanc. Maybe uh, Jerry Reynolds will be sending stuff over. Who knows? Dan McKay. Two talented assholes from Hot 105's Dan McKay in the morning uh, uh, McMorning uh, uh, show. Uh, uh, Huge fans. Boy, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> Just thinking about it. He was trying to do scratch music? Yeah, that was, your, that was the bird's effort of doing scratch trying music. Trying to make it contemporary, you know? Yeah. Okay, so we thank uh, Peter for the XTC album Skylarking and for Michael Jackson. He'd be real bad. Boy, I'll tell you, he Thanks looks... all the t-shirts, Peter. He doesn't look just strange. He looks, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, but, it's, uh... Oh, I got a t-shirt. It's, it's mannequin. And he's sitting. wearing this oh. leather now with these chains. Maybe that's and, not uh, him. Maybe that's a mannequin of him. Boy, yeah, looks like it. And maybe five years from now, he'll reveal... You they all he, thought that was They me. said he's had a lot of emotional problems lately. He's become a mannequin depressive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, 20 after 1 at WINZ. We want to say hello to Joey Pinto, and I apologize if he's skinny. I thought that he was a big guy. When I saw him, he wasn't. Certainly I wasn't heard fat. that he was big in Buffalo. Well, I could be wrong. He had a 60 share on a station that had the only signal that was yeah. on the air. It was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I remember those kind of shows. That was, uh, what, 1920? Um, that was when the RCA dog used to sing into the Victrola. Okay, let's take a break, and we'll come right back.